You're listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Sourced Property Podcast. My name is Chris Kirkwood and I will be today's host of the podcast. Now let me set the scene first of all. It's currently 2020 and we're right in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Now for most businesses that means that the government has asked all business to to operate from home wherever they can. Now I don't know whether you can hear it but I'm actually in my home office right now recording this podcast so the acoustics might sound a little bit different to when we usually record the podcast. Right now my home office it's not the biggest room so the the noise is sort of bouncing around. Usually the podcast is recorded in a big training facility at Sourced which means that the acoustics probably sound a lot purer. Now that's a minor concern because a lot of business have real trouble in uh, encouraging their staff to work from home. What I thought I would do though is because a lot more people have been working from home is focus on some tips and some advice on how to work from home, how to get the best out of yourself, how to get the best out of your time when you're working from home. At Sourced right now, early 2020, we have 70 franchisees. And I would say that the majority of those franchisees operate their property businesses from home. And so who better to ask than those people who are running successful property businesses about some of the things that they implement on a daily basis in order to get the best out of themselves. Now, first of all, let's look at the difference. So what is the difference from working from home to working in an office. From my experience of working from home, I think the thing that I miss the most when I'm taken away from the team and focusing purely on myself is momentum. Now that might seem like a curious thing, but the momentum that builds in an office when somebody's doing some good work, when somebody's produced something that's really good, when somebody's got a really good result, you miss that when you're at home because even if you're going to replicate that digitally by communicating with each other over over an, on some kind of online portal, you still miss that buzz that you get in the office. Now, I think that's the biggest issue because everything else can be solved. The communication problems, the organisation problems, it can all be replicated, it can all be solved by a host of digital services that are now available on the market that hadn't been available like 20, 30 years ago. Now is the best possible time to get the most out of yourself while you're working from home. So let's have a look at some of the tips that some of our franchisees have come up with. Now, the first bit of advice I have comes from a franchisee in Dover. Her name is Karen, and she's been working from home for about 12 years now. So she has a lot of experience in trying to get the best out of herself for over a long period of time when she's working from home. So her tip, her number one tip, and I agree wholeheartedly with this tip, is designate your space. So what that means is have your set workspace. If you can, don't work from a kitchen table that you're then going to prepare your your evening meal from. Have a little area, it doesn't matter how big it is, have a little area that you can go to that you can get your mind into the right place of, right, when I sit here, all I do is work. When you have a set area to work in, it's incredible how that affects your mindset. Because if you have an area in which you work, when you sit down, your body and your mind prepares for work. It's ready to get on with what you need to do. Your mind is much harder to distract when you're focused, when you're sitting down in the place in which you work. If you have a part of your house or a part of your flat that is multifunctional, from my experience, and certainly from what Karen's saying, 
it's much harder to focus. It's much easier to become distracted by something else that's happening. When I'm sitting in my home office, I close the door, it's harder to hear anything else that's going on in the house and I don't have any other distractions in here. Personally, I prefer to work without a radio on or without any noise. I find it much easier to concentrate. So I can create that perfect environment for me in my home office, in my area of work. And actually, to be perfectly honest with you, that's something that I incorporate into other parts of the house. We try and have the house zoned so that there's only one thing going on in one place so that you know what to expect, you know what you're going to get. Your mind can be activated to produce what you want to from that area of the house. Now, if you're not able to do that, another tip to help you focus your mind on what you want it to do is a technique called tripwires. Now, this might sound a little bit funny. However, you can set mental tripwires throughout your flat or throughout your house. And when you go through that tripwire, you are entering a space where only work is going to happen, or you're entering a space where you're only going to sleep, or you're entering a space where you're only going to pay attention to the kids. So if you set a tripwire, say, onto the, to the playroom door, that means that no work can penetrate into that space. No thoughts of the day, no thoughts of your finances. You're only going to focus on the kids. It's exactly the same when you're entering a workspace. You can't be thinking about food. You can't be thinking about other things. When you clip that tripwire, that means that you're focused 100% in what you're supposed to be doing in that activity in that place. That's a really good tip. And again, something that I use not only in entering my office in order to get on with a day's, uh, a day's work, but also in other parts of my life. I have suffered from being distracted from playing with the kids at the end of the day because I'm thinking about work, because I'm making phone calls and I'm talking to people about work. Whereas I've incorporated this where I've got a tripwire sort of on the end of my drive. And as soon as I go through that, I can't be distracted by what I've been thinking about for the day. It's gotta be purely based on family time. So when you've got into your office, when you've got into your environment in which you're going to work, what can you do then? Tip number two from Karen is set a routine. And again, I wholeheartedly agree with this one. So some of the routines that are fairly obvious that you can set up are drinks breaks, lunch times, and the time that you're gonna start and the time that you're gonna finish. Now that goes without saying, I'd have thought, that's fairly straightforward. If you're wishy-washy about the time that you start and the time that you finish, you can feel like you're consumed and you're never really getting away from work. And also, if you're never really getting away from work, you're never really 100% focused in the work as well. So if you set times where you're going to start and you're going to finish, that allows you to fit in other things into your day. And what that will do is it will allow you to be much more fulfilled by the day because you'll be able to do numerous activities instead of just sort of generically working all the time or not being able to go and do other things because you're thinking, oh no, well, I've got to work. You know, say six o'clock comes, you've got some free time in which you can go and do something different from work, which you don't have to focus on work and you can do something that's going to fulfill you in a different way. Now something that I like to do with drinks breaks because it's very easy when you're working from home to keep wandering around and you know go and have like four, five, six cups of tea during the day. So something that I've incorporated into my day to tackle aimless wandering around is exercise. So every time I get up to go and do a drinks break now that I've been working from home for a week I have to do 50 press-ups 50 sit-ups and 50 flies with dumbbells if you know what they are now what that does is it really makes me think about whether I actually want to go and get that drink 
it makes me think about whether it's worth going through doing those other tasks and taking that extra time in order to go and get that drink. So it just makes me objectively look at that situation and whether I want to do it. But from a positive point of view, if I do go and get that drink, I know I'm getting a little bit of exercise as well, which is always a bonus. Now jumping in with a tip from another one of our franchisees, Mike in Liverpool, something that he does when he's working from home is make sure that he walks 250 steps every hour. That's a really great idea. You might have heard of taking 10 minutes out of every hour in which to do something completely different from your work. Mike sort of included exercise into that 10 minutes out. Now the theory is, if you can only work for 50 minutes on full concentration, and then you'll need to readjust, you'll need to take yourself away from that environment, go and do something completely different, then come back and you'll be able to focus 100% for another 50 minutes. Whereas if you're just sitting at your desk generically getting on with things, your focus will wane, your productivity will come down, and your work will be less good and less focused than if you took that 10 minutes out. So by the end of the day, if you're taking 10 minutes out of every hour to go and do something completely different, at the end of the day you will have produced more work and of higher quality whereas if you just sit down for the entire day and get on with your work because your focus will wane your work will be of a lesser quality and you'll get less done so the next tip and again this one comes back to going to Karen is about networking when you're working from home and especially in the UK right now in the lockdown you're not allowed to go and talk to people we're doing something called social distancing which means that you've got to stay two meters away from people. So there's no big gatherings of people. There's no networking events or anything like that going on. What you can do though, is you can incorporate networking into your daily activity. So again, like before, there's never been a better time digitally for you to work from home. Most of the stuff that you need to do in the office, you can now do through apps and programs that you can download onto your computer. What you can do is you can use the programs to set reminders to stay in touch with people throughout your day. And again, you've got to be consistent with this. If you listen to last week's podcast, we were talking about some of the things that you can do right now or in a market downturn to help you build your business. And one of them was to carry on networking and to be consistent with it. Now, a lot of people will forget about this kind of thing because they'll be focused on other things because there's been a big disruption to their daily or their monthly uh, activities, including networking. Whereas if you make that effort right now, the relationships that you continue to build will be far, far stronger when the upturn comes, when the downturn is finished and the market returns back to where it was. And then something that you're probably doing that you did before as well is lists create lists of your daily activities and obviously you need to organize those lists in exactly the same way as you were doing before however now that communication is more important if you're working as part of a team you can get these list building applications online now something that we use at Sourced is called Asana and we use that through the different teams in Sourced to create lists and set responsibilities for different people. And what you can do is you can jump into somebody else's list and see how they're getting on. Or if somebody's got a list of activities that they want to do and they need your input on that, they can assign that task for you in order for you to do what you need to do for them to sign that list off. So as a sort of project management tool, I guess you'd call it, we use Asana and we think it's very, very good. Now, we have an enforced lockdown, so everybody's supposed to be working from home, apart from people that are in critical positions. And so what I wanted to do as well is just have a look at that from an opportunity perspective, because any change in your environment will create some kind of opportunity. So yes, communication is slightly more difficult because you're no longer within the team. 
Yes, momentum is is less easy to feel affected by when your business is gaining great momentum and it's somebody else that's gaining that momentum. It's less infectious if you're all working from home. However, there's never been so many digital services for you to take advantage of. Now, WhatsApp is probably going absolutely bananas at the moment with so many people working from home. And like I said, Asana is something that we use and we've been using for a while now. And we would highly recommend it if you've got a team of people. You know, even if you've got VAs, um, virtual assistants, it's something that is very, very easy to get hold of and understand. And the model of Asana that we use between, I think there's uh, 13 or 14 people, is free. So it's not even any cost to your business. But looking at this as an opportunity, in my day, I've gained an extra hour because I'm not traveling to work anymore. So half an hour there, half an hour back, it used to take a whole hour out of my day. So therefore, I have an extra hour in which to fill with something that is going to be fulfilling. So what I can do is I can spend that extra hour exercising or I could listen to a podcast. Technically, I know you can listen to podcasts in the car, whereas for me, in the morning, I get into the car, I start to drive and I always forget to put the podcast on before I've started driving, which then becomes an issue if you're trying to do it while you're driving. So now it's much easier to remind myself to listen to a podcast while I'm sitting, while I'm doing my work. But also you could do something a little bit different. So a couple of weeks ago, I downloaded Duolingo to teach myself a foreign language. And I'm trying to get better at French. Even though I used to live in France, uh, my French was never of that good a quality. So I've downloaded Duolingo. It takes the format of a game in which it teaches you a foreign language. So I'm now learning French to a much better level than I've been before. And also another app called Musician. So you could teach yourself a musical instrument. And again, I've downloaded Musician and I'm teaching myself guitar in that extra hour a day. But again, from an opportunity perspective, if you're spending more time at home you're also more in control of the food that you're eating a lot of people blame a bad diet on the bad availability or poor availability of food so if you're working from home all the time you're much more in control of the food that you have available to you because obviously you've bought it from the supermarket so if you wanted to spend that extra hour a day exercising and you've got the availability of more control over the food that you're eating, then it's a fantastic opportunity for you to improve your fitness and improve your diet. So thanks very much for joining me. I hope you stay safe, happy and well, and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks.